Welcome to the South Carolina edition of the Building Walls podcast. Commander Dayton, good to have you on. Commander Walls, it's good to see that you've arrived in one piece. I have arrived. You have. Very good. Working on it. So, I mean, how hot is it there? Hot. it's hot is it enough, as hot as you know? this show is going to be? Hot. <laughs> it's going to be a feisty one. I feel like. Right. Yeah. Let's uh, let's cue that first video. Did you see this crap? Mm-mm. This is crazy. I just saw this earlier. I'm like, ah, we gotta we gotta throw this in there. This is how wild some of these uh, some of the libtards are. It's crazy. What you did was assaulted me. What I need is that for my wife. If you sell it to me, I won't call the f***ing cops and press charges on you for assault. Help your customer. F*** Alright, so you can cut it there. I mean, that's all you got to see. So this guy walks in, in and and he's wearing a Trump shirt. And because the customer is wearing a Trump shirt, this dude just goes absolutely berserk. He's like, yeah, the employee's like, get out of the store. I'm not serving you. He's like, all I want to do is buy that vape right there. He's like, no, I don't serve anyone that dresses like you and anyone of your kind. And he looks over at the black dude. He's like, I don't what the heck's going on here. I don't have any problem with you. Cause he started calling him racist and all this stuff. And then the guy just becomes uh, unhinged. Starts screaming and yelling for no reason, wow. just because he has a Trump shirt on. It's Trump derangement syndrome. It's crazy. TDS, TDS, man. It's serious. Hey, it's a real thing. Dayton, I have a question for you. If you walk into a store and you're wearing a MAGA hat, a Trump shirt, whatever, and the employee acts like that, are you still buying from them? Or are you just going to walk out and say, you know what? I'll call it a day here. I'll take my business somewhere else. Mm, I'm pretty much going to go somewhere else, but you know, that's just me. I, I believe in voting with your money. And I think some of the woke convert uh, companies are figuring that out right now. See, I feel like it depends on the mood I'm in. It, uh, that too. <laughs> Definitely depends on the mood. If, if you catch me in the right mood, I'd probably record the guy just like that that dude was make sure to get it all over social media do whatever i could to expose that loser who cannot handle himself because someone wears a shirt that he doesn't like i mean that's the thing these people are losing their minds and they're uh you know they've, they've equated you know words and inanimate objects as violence you know he feels like violence was levied against him because somebody walked in with a shirt and uh, you know, that's the problem though, because look, it's like the, the whole Will Smith thing. I don't want to go back and rehash that we've done that a thousand times, but Hey, Chris Rock just said words. You didn't like the words. You walk up and you assault somebody. That's the line. If everybody wants to know where's the line, that would be for that. Yeah. Right there. Don't hit anybody. These people are possessed and deranged. Words are not violence. Words are not violence. People if you are don't understand deranged. the difference, then, then you need to figure it out because you need to go back to school or you need to like open up more public schools and have you go to 13th grade or 14th grade so that they can teach you uh, that words are not violence. Violence is violence. Mm. 
Imagine that. Yeah, right. Imagine that. For it's real. like saying one is not two, but one is one. Dude, so okay. I'm I'm kind of cheating right here. I just literally looked over at the show notes. Oh god. And this video, dude. Don't say is it. This, is this is this the the like eating contest? The yeah, dude. I saw this video. It is so messed up. Cue this video, Matt. Dude, you it's do. messed up. I so as you're watching it, I think we should watch the whole thing so you get the grasp of. <clears throat> I feel like everything well, they is say real? is what ran through my head too. Is it real? Like, was this real? Like, like how does this happen? Dude, I think it was, but the way they made it sound. I don't know, dude. It's crazy. I, I don't even know if I can watch this again. All right. So viewer discretion advised. This is not for the weak of heart, the <laughs> faint of heart. Uh, you better have a strong stomach. All right, go roll it. All right, chef. Can you tell us the three secret Whoa. ingredients that might be found in this amazing sausage that you made for us today? The three secret ingredients that might be found in the sausage are fish liver, human flesh, or shark. I. Is this it? Are those really the three ingredients? Yeah, it's fish liver, human flesh, or shark. You guys, is this? Is that a problem? Is that? And I said there's, you know, there's a stigma surrounding. We're clear. We're good. Legal clear. It. We're good. He said there's a stigma surrounding it. Um, all right. Uh, yo. Thank you, Kiff. Thank you very much. All right, Joe. Fish liver, shark, or human flesh. God help you, it better be shark. All right, two, what do you think it's going to be? Shark two. Shark? The liver is, like, too obvious, and I don't think it's human flesh, so I think it's shark. Um, chef... Keith, can you tell us what uh, is the secret ingredient in this dish? Yes, I'm afraid you're both wrong. It is human flesh. No. No. Oh, my God. That's not okay. That's not all right. It's a wonderful renewable protein. Well, well, hey, all right. Are you sure? No, you know, I didn't I didn't know it was going to go like this either. that's really disgusting. Chef, are you serious? Yeah, of course. That's I'm I'm sorry. I'm gonna go throw up. I didn't know where to go. Are you so, okay? I'm gonna go throw up. I need a bucket. <laughs> Dude, I did a quick search as we were watching that. It, there's nothing that's like there's nothing that says that it's fake. Dude, how? I don't how? see how, how that, that can be, be legal when you're eating someone else. Like, where do they get the human flesh from? I mean, these are all questions that should never even be asked. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, um, welcome to uh, the market deli today. Can I, can I help you? <laughs> yeah, sure. Can I get a pound of um, tavern ham? And I also would like that thinly sliced. I could get a pound of like the oven roasted turkey, uh, also sliced for sandwiches. That would be great. And go ahead and give me um, two pounds of human flesh. Uh, just however, cut. yeah, whatever you want. <laughs> just player's choice. <laughs> Excuse me. What'd you say? Yeah, I would like. Um, yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's so gross. 
I mean, where do you order that? Oh, where, where do you get that? The lab? All right. So this is, I just saw this. It says, this is thankfully a prank show called Fameless. Okay. God. Ooh. So we bought in. That, is, that like, is such a relief. Holy shit. Oh my gosh. Oh man. I'm sitting here like I'm getting like dizzy and queasy. I'm like, what the hell is wrong? Like, I, I'm sorry. I understand that Ooh. the world is deranged. Could we could we just tone back the derangement just a bit? <laughs> I get it. I understand. Tone it back uh, just a little. That would be great. Thanks. We we see so much crazy stuff. You know, it's kind of easy to think that it actually happened. I mean, there is so much crazy stuff. It's I guess the question is, Chad, I mean, would you if you had to? I mean, where do you draw, what is, where do you draw the line? What is it, what does it mean if you had to? Okay, me and you are stuck on an island. I'm fading out. I'm not going to make it, you know, because I'm out of shape and I'm just not, you know, <laughs> whatever. And I've got, I'm a little bit marbled up. You know, I've got some marbling going on with the. Yeah, the, man. Ooh, some marbling. Yeah. Yeah. But we we managed to start a fire together. So you have a fire going. Yeah. So you could barbecue up a little Dayton and, uh, you know, you could probably eat pretty good. Did that stick over there is looking mighty sharp. Like, <laughs> off me. Like if I just, what if, what if I died? Like you didn't kill me. You're just me foaming from the me, mouth. But I like died. I was like, uh. I'll see you on the other side. Uh, and then, like, you're like, ah, fuck it. Let's stay I mean, I feel that I would have to be in such a state of paranoia from starvation in order for me to do it. Otherwise, I don't think that I could mentally do it. I don't think I could. I I'm mean, a pretty mentally tough person, but yeah. I think that's where, again, I might say this a thousand times on this show. Uh, this episode that that's where the line is for me <laughs> like i'm not going there i think i would have had to go for no food for at least 72 hours and not slept for the same period of time minimum minimum because if we flip those roles like if we're on the island and you like uh, uh i'm dying by just take my you. life and i'd be like save yourself i'm coming with you uh, i just talk to you <laughs> Just to give up the ghost. Yeah, kind of like a notebook ending. And they're together. <laughs> you know what that is? That's a bromance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, this is getting good already. So I got another question for you. Let's let's get beyond the human flesh. Before we dig into this too much, just give me quick. Don't even think about it. Which airline provides the best service? Delta. Delta, easy, easy. Didn't you have to think about it? I was, right. I started to read into this. Delta is one of the only airlines, if not the only, that's not unionized. I know a lot of the other larger airlines are unionized. I and thought their Delta service was in You sure? No, Delta's yeah. Not? So, this is the wow. whole point of this article is that there's a push to take Delta into the union. But what Delta is going to do instead is start to pay their flight attendants during the boarding process versus after the door closes. Because typically they only get paid after the door closes. Oh, that's so, interesting. But, I mean, that's yeah. how they do flights. Flights are weird. Like wheels up, wheels down. Yeah. You know, 
I started to get into this more and I'm thinking about it. Delta is super simple. Delta has the best service and they're also the only one that operates outside of the union. They can make changes whenever they want. They can pay their employees better if they want. They can treat them better if if they want. They can treat them worse if they want too, but they know that they're right. just going to go somewhere else. Yeah, spirit. <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. Unionized. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, all these... I mean, I've I've flown Delta, American, uh, South Southwest, United. Uh, I haven't flown Spirit because I've heard all the horror stories. I don't think I need to try it. You don't. But I mean, I've flown four of the major airlines in the U.S. and every time I try to find a way to fly Delta. That's how much better it is every time. So much better. I mean, I've flown Southwest six times, and five of my flights have been. Uh, delayed. I doubt yeah. that has anything to do with them being unionized. Um, there's probably more to it than that. But you know, that begs the question: in oper or in areas like this, are the unions a waste of money? Are they? Well, I mean, inhibiting better wages. I kind of always felt like that way. Like I totally understand the reason to have a union. Uh, you know, to give leverage to the to the actual workforce, you know, and be like, hey, you can't just pick on one of us because you know, management or somebody up higher up the pole can just you know lean in on uh, any one individual, but you can't lean in on the entire workforce, you know. So, <clears throat> but it does create a problem. There's like an ebb and flow. While it has a good purpose. Dude, how many unions do you know that like have the guy who doesn't do anything is getting way grossly overpaid? I mean, I've got a story. Chad, you want to hear something? When I was working at the printing place, I did a trade show. And have you ever worked a trade show before, my man? Yeah. I feel like it's like a Dunder Mifflin thing, right? You worked at a paper company, yeah. Michael yeah. Scott. Yeah, it was a printing company, not a paper company. I wanted oh. to do, you know, I wanted to like, you know, put cameras all around the office and have it be like the real office which would have been great and like must see tv because our place is such a cluster anyway <laughs> we go to we go to this trade show we got to set up a booth while we need electricity and it's chicago at the mccormick center in chicago guess what guess what is the prevailing thing there gotta have a union i was not allowed to take and plug in the lights that go onto the top of my uh, my booth. I was not allowed to do that. So I could not take a cord and just stick it in the plug. I had to hire a union electrician for a minimum of half an hour. And it was $150. <laughs> and so the guy came, so you schedule it. The electrician shows up, he's got the work order. He's reading the work order and he's like, okay, I think we just need to illuminate this section, correct? Yeah, we need to illuminate it. Uh, go ahead and plug it in. He plugs it in. And dude, I was so pissed at this point. Like just the, the sheer stupidity of this. But I was also a lot younger and a lot more brash. And so he plugs it in. He goes, okay, we'll sign off. I go, no, hey, can you unplug it? I want to see how it looks unplugged. He goes, okay. And so he unplugs it, and I go, okay, plug it back in. And I made him do that for 10 minutes. For 10 minutes, I just was like, 
Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Plug it back in. Yeah, I like it with the lights on. Don't you like it with the lights on? I don't know. Unplug it, please. And I kept going back and forth. He was getting really mad. And I go, I, I, I literally was like, dude, I feel like you're getting mad. He goes, well, yeah, I need to move on to other things. I go, well, then why do I have to sign up for half an hour for something that takes three seconds? I go, hmm, I guess your union, you're going to have to sit here, take it up with your union person. And so he literally stomped off. And, uh, you know, my boss came over. He, he was like down the hall, whatever, talking to other people. He's like, what are you doing? Are you creating a problem? And I'm like, no, I just wanted to see it with the lights on and the lights off. So, you know, you tell me, are unions a good idea or not? I mean, when I get to that point, this is just stupidity on full display. It sounds like somebody's getting paid somewhere to help unions move along. That's my best guess. By the way, so it, it was $150. So it was $300 an hour to hire that guy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Now, if I had more electrical work that needed to be done, if they had to like, you know, run a line or do whatever, I guess you know he was there to do that. But I didn't, and I was all things to tell that you could still was, do yourself. I'm like, yeah, and he's like, oh, I got to tape this down now and make sure it's not a trip hazard. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> if somebody falls over the the cord, then you know, dude, I used to tape. Sign. I used to tape the cords down all the time at the info session. That's easy work. Stop. <laughs> just stop. I'm, hey, I'm just telling the truth. I'm trying to have an well, honest, man, friendly you, point of view here. You have gone from the great northeastern of Connecticut. Not about great, but. I mean, well, they think it's great. Everybody there thinks yeah, it's great. They're proud to true. tell you how great it is. That's true. Especially their parks. You know, like. How great are their parks? Like, who cares? Got a Stop it. Lens you already know what I think about the parks. <laughs> I know. But now you're moving to you move to the great southern state of South Carolina. Red. The Palmetto Red, state. baby. So that's going to change some interesting viewpoints. Why don't you give, give us a little All rant, red. my All man? Give me a little South Carolina rant. And speaking of that, I was able to get a little sycamore brew here. Vanilla affogato. Have you ever had a, an affogato, Dayton? Uh, God bless you. What'd you say? <laughs> Have you ever <laughs> you had sneeze? an affogato? I say God bless you. Exactly. So an affogato no. is it's uh, like a cup of espresso with a scoop of ice cream in it and then mm. a ladyfinger. Usually people get it for dessert at an Italian restaurant. It's fantastic. What's a ladyfinger? It's like a little biscuit type thing okay yeah a little lady finger why do you think they call it a lady finger by the way i mean i was just wondering if he like served it up in the shot the sausage i can i get a lady finger with that <laughs> human flesh oh. mm, it's good beer tastes just like an affogato all right so let's get into the rain here I saw this from someone said it the other day, and it's great. It says, we went from stick that needle in everyone's arm to my body, my body, my choice real quick. Is that not true? How many people who are a libtard, 
who voted for Joe Biden and voted for Joe Biden because they hate Donald Trump. It doesn't matter how mentally ill this guy is, how mentally unfit he is. Anything's better than Donald Trump. And then it came to getting vaccinations. It doesn't matter who you are. You need to get vaccinated to stop the spread of this virus. That's the only way we get through this thing. Two weeks to flatten the curve. Only if everyone gets vaccinated. Oh, so what you're saying is it's not my body, my choices. You're supposed to force me to get vaccinated? It's so dumb. And then I started to look at this a little more and think about it. And what is a body? A body. So there's a few definitions according to the dictionary and uh, Google. One I saw was interesting is the main section of an aircraft. When you enter, or it's the main section of an aircraft, right? So when you enter the body of an aircraft, do you become a part of that body? So does someone say that now if, let's say, Boeing owns the aircraft, and you enter the body of the aircraft, Boeing now owns you. Could you become a part of the body? Like, no, that's stupid. So another definition, even better that I, I read, was physical structure of a person, including bones, flesh, and organs. Physical structure of a person, including bones, flesh, and organs. What part of a child's body that is growing inside of you is bones, flesh and organs so one of the best things i've seen recently is that we should stop arguing the my body my choice thing yeah you're right you're exactly right it is your body and it's your choice what you want to do with it the great thing is that little kid's body is not yours it's not your body that's where we draw the line that one's for you, Dayton. That's where we draw the line. Is this no longer, or it it's it still is my my body, my choice, but that child's body is not yours. Just because if you're the aircraft and that child enters your body, which is your choice, by the way, in most circumstances, in over 99% of circumstances, it's your choice what happens there. That child enters your aircraft. You still don't own it. So let's stop arguing the my body, my choice narrative. Let them have it. Let them have it. Say, you're exactly right. We're not talking about your body, though. We're talking about the child's body. Because what's the difference between that or someone who's 75 years old, hasn't signed a DNR, doesn't have a power of attorney, and you don't think that they should live. They're soaking off the taxpayer's money because they're on Medicaid. So you want to pull the plug, but they don't want to. Or maybe they do, but you don't want to lose them. So you don't let the doctor do it, right? Because you try to say that they're mentally unfit. I, we just have to change change the argument here. Change it in our favor because it's literally my body, my choice is 100% right. It is your body and it's your choice what you want to do with it. But it's not your choice what to do with someone else's body. And by definition, that thing 
so to speak, growing inside of you is not your body. And what's crazy about all this is with the whole Roe v. Wade talks and abortion, all that does is it makes abortion federally illegal and takes that power back to the states now. So if you live in California, you can still get an abortion. Nothing has changed for you. Nothing has changed. If you live in South Carolina and abortion's illegal and you don't like it because you want it to wait longer than nine or 15 weeks, whatever it is in the state that you live in, because you couldn't figure it out by then that you were pregnant and you missed a couple periods, then go somewhere else. Move to a different state. Why would you want to live around people? People who you don't like the way they run things. Would you stay at a job your whole life like that? No. So shut up. Draw the line and go move somewhere else. We don't want you in our states anyway. What do you think, Dayton? Excellent rant, my man. <laughs> That's where we draw the line. That is where we draw the line. Actually, you know, that that is actually... I, I do love the the narrative that everybody's taking on the left. That's like, oh my god, the sky's falling. They're gonna ban this, and they're gonna overturn Roe versus Wade. And um, you know what? I mean, you just said it perfectly. It doesn't. It makes it not a federal issue, which honestly it shouldn't be. It lets you, you know, live in the state that you want to live in. That's that's what's right. that. Now, here's an interesting thought. I, I would like to see, you know, the Supreme Court, I think, universally come to a, uh, a definition of when life is uh, conceived or when when is it that that, you know, baby or that is in your in a woman's I mean, or a birthing person. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, happy birthing, per birthing person's day, by the way. Oh, yeah. You know, happy so. birthing person's day, everybody. <clears throat> but, you know, like defining that, what that is. So if it's 15 weeks, then I think after 15 weeks, you know, the if the Supreme Court ruled in that for that narrative or just said, hey, okay, after 15 weeks, uh, that, that uh, person, that baby, has the full rights of the United States Constitution which first and foremost is the right to, you know, life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness. And so, uh, you know, just defining when is that moment? When, when is that? Cause you know, as Christians, we argue that it's at the, at conception, right? Mm -hmm. So we, we believe that life happens the minute it's conceived. Uh, but from a legal standpoint, I think if they got clarity and drew the line, like here it is, this is the line. Go ahead, place your bets. Like after this, after this moment, now this this baby has has rights, mm, and mm -hmm. you know what? We're gonna assume it wants to live, and it doesn't want to be murdered by you. So. <laughs> doesn't want to be murdered by you. Dude, I mean, I just don't get it. Like, all these people are out in the streets. Dude, can I just, I mean, like, no, I shouldn't. I'm just not, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm going I'm to save it. I'm going I'm just going to say, I love the people who hold up signs and say, I wish my mother had an abortion. 
uh wait yeah i mean like go go ahead with all the suicide then yeah do you think there's people out there who don't understand what an abortion is yes that's but i also think that there's you know the number of abortions is down quite a bit uh you know from the 70s and i think a lot of that's because of technology Mm. yeah ultrasounds and things like that i think you know I think most women, you know, when they realize that there's another, you know, baby, it's a baby inside you. I think it it makes it a much tougher decision. I mean, for sure. I'm just going to call it here. I think, you know, I'm looking at these different websites. This one's from the Mayo Mayo (laughs) Clinic. And worst case scenario, I mean, when you look at week seven, according to them, the baby's head develops. This baby starts to look like a baby. You can see the body is formed the way it is. I mean, even in the weeks, the weeks prior. But imagine getting this far, and you can see the body. You can see the head, the toes starting to form, all yeah. that stuff. And you know they couldn't do that in 1972, right? And now that's no longer your your body because this thing has a body. Yeah, which means you no longer have rights over whether or not you're going to kill it. But it blows my mind that there's that there's Democrats out there who think that it's okay to abort a baby even after it comes from the womb. That is disgusting. Yeah, I think those are the outliers, and I think those are the psycho people, and those are probably 100%. the people who would order up some human flesh. You know, like so seriously like they're just trying to they're just trying to make a sandwich crazy just trying to make a sandwich <laughs> oh man sure. get a little smoky flavor on the grill just let it sit at 180 for about four hours i want my baby back baby back baby <laughs> oh, god. baby back oh god and barbecue sauce all right all right so, to you by chilies yeah so that, let's Let's get into some better news. First off, we got, I think you uh, threw this in there, right? Rich, Rich Strike winning the Derby. That's your thing. Dude, 80 to 1. 80 to 1 odds. Did you know that there was like a, a retraction from the Derby and they, was, they were the, la- the last minute entry? Like literally, like, okay, we're ready to go. Roll up. Okay, you're like the 20th horse. Good luck. You're, you're ranked 80 to 1 to win this race and uh man if you haven't seen the video it's so great and the announcer is going nuts that would have been some good insider info to have like this horse that's won some other tournaments another horse got scratched this one entered the race so the odds suck dude and disney already bought the rights to this movie uh did they really <laughs> no uh, but they should I was gonna say no longer in florida <laughs> not not there yeah, dude. I mean, what a good, feels wholesome story. That was, you know. Uh, did you see the interview with the owners and the trainer? No. Yeah, the you know the dad of the trainer, the horse trainer, you know, teared up. He was so proud of his son. Uh, just oh, really? Good, touching moment, man. It's really wholesome. It's that's that's what America's about. America. That's what America's America. about. So I think we'll save. Uh... I want to see a little more on this 2000 meals. We'll roll that out into next week's show. All right. Yeah. We'll talk about the mules. Yeah. 
let's get into this. I feel like you're feisty. Uh, I'm trying not to be. I know. I was going to mention what we were talking about last night with the, th- the three-letter acronym, but um, we'll just get into it. Chris's, let's go. Chris's corner here. Which is kind of funny that this is the first topic. So I saw uh, there's now places offering 40-year mortgages. Mm-hmm. Is, is that good or bad? It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. Is they're just uh, so when interest rates go up and the cost of the loan goes up, I mean it's just basic arithmetic here. You're gonna end up you're just extending the term. So now that somebody's gonna lend you money, they're just gonna keep collecting on it for even longer. And uh, they're gonna front load it even more mm. uh, on the amortization sheet. So it's not equal interest payments over 40 years. It's stacked at the beginning. And uh, it's just, I think it's just going to be a really rocky road. And I think it's situational. Hopefully it does not become a main state thing. But dude, I remember I was doing mortgages once and uh, way back in the day, I was doing a refinance for somebody who was refinancing to a 30-year fixed, and they were 76 years old. And I was like, okay, yeah, why are you doing that? Well, because it's a better rate, because it's a lower rate. Yeah, because it's a longer term. Or, you know, the, or the, the not the rate, not the interest rate wasn't better, but the payment was lower because the term was longer. Right. And I'm just like, how are you an underwriter evaluating risk of the loan being repaid, knowing damn well, it's unlikely that that guy's living to 106. I mean, it's just can we just call a spade a spade? He's not living to 106. So now you're going to be at 40 years old, and you're like, what if you're 60 years old and you're like, I'm going to go get a 40 year mortgage. So that means you're going to pay on this every month until you die at 100. Like, get out of here. Or better yet, you're now 40 years old. Chad, how old are you? 32. 32. You take out a 40-year mortgage, you're going to be paying until you're 72? Mm. Come on, man. Better be living in the same house. Seriously. Come on, man. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. crazy. Let's get into some other good stuff. Chris, I have a question for you. If men can't have an opinion on abortions, how can they have babies? Oh man, but can't they? <laughs> I thought they could. I thought that was the new thing. Didn't Apple declare that the the science with the new emoji, the man baby emoji? But they're I mean, not allowed heard... to have opinions on abortion, so how can that be possible? Yeah, I mean, because that goes back to the my body, my choice. And it's like, yeah, you know, I'm representing the body inside you, uh, which can't speak for itself and needs protection, which is what you do in a civilized society is you protect the weak and vulnerable. That's what you do. You take care of the weak, the vulnerable, the elderly. That's what you do in civilized uh, societies. So, you, you know, I appreciate um, that sentiment, if you will. But you know what? I'm going to have an opinion. And you might not like my opinion, and I don't really give a crap if you like my opinion. It's not about that. So 
you don't like my opinion, here's some news for you. There's great therapists all over the country. They can actually help you work through your feelings and help you, you know, get out of your safe space and maybe grab your blankie and maybe you'll grow up and be a little bit mature. So there's that. What is a what does opinion stand stand for? Wasn't that like some Amway thing? Well, I don't know. The opinions of Snyopt. Susceptible to the negative influences of other people. Uh, all right, man. No, number three here for you. I, I, this one I was really curious about. Why all of a sudden is Roe v. Wade the hottest topic? We still got war in Ukraine and giving billions there. But forget about all that stuff. Let's talk about Roe v. Wade now. Yeah, I'll tell you why. Because it's a Hail Mary. That's why. It's uh, the Democrats only shot at getting people to come out to the voter booth and if they can confuse the topic enough because it's a heated topic uh that they they can get people out to vote for them because otherwise you have to face the issues of inflation the border uh the fact that the president is like incompetent and like not senile you know but uh there's that and you know this has long standing been you know, that's that's the thing. It's the war on women and all these other things. But unfortunately, the Democrats in the last few years are the ones that are leading the charge on the war for women or war against women. I mean, they let people they let men participate in women's sports. They're crushing the spirits of little girls everywhere. And now they they think that they're going to be like, oh, hey, we're going to, you know, we're, we're going to represent you. We have your best interest. Hey, American people, you should vote for us because we have your best interest at heart, which is just total bullcrap. They don't. They, they flat don't. They're not in touch with anything that is mainstream in uh, the public right now. In fact, I saw a poll that said the topic of abortion was the 11th most important topic or issue coming up in the election. The 11th, there are 10 other things that ranked higher. Number one was the cost of everything, inflation. Hmm. What do you think, man? Like, like losing my mind? I feel right. like I'm losing it's crazy. my mind. It's crazy. Because that's, right. that's all they have to talk about. They, they have nothing else. They have nothing else. And unless they're going to cheat, if they want to talk about election integrity... Uh, but I don't think they're going to be able to because I think there's got to be like, you know, hawks out everywhere watching every ballot go in on this next election. Because I, I, I honestly believe that the mass, the majority of people didn't really feel like an election could be stolen. Like, mm. do, do you, did you, honestly, no, Chad, tell me. Not at all. Did you think in America, okay, we're going to go vote? Okay. But, dude. I still have a hard time it's, believing that it can. It looks like they did. Uh, there's a lot of evidence. There's left. There's enough shadiness now that it's done one thing. Whether they did or didn't, it brings into question whether they can or can't. Mm. Mm. We're going to talk about that a little more next week. We dive into the 2000 Mules movie. Right. So let's get in this last one here. And uh, I'll give a definition of what I see from cancer.gov on this first. And I want to know what your thoughts are on a surrogate pregnancy. According to cancer.gov, a surrogate pregnancy is a type of pregnancy in which a woman carries and gives birth to a baby 
for a person who is not able to have children in this form of pregnancy, eggs from the woman who will carry the baby, so the surrogate, or from an egg donor or fertilized with sperm from a sperm donor. So there's a very good chance that this lady who is your surrogate is theoretically the mother of your child. So what are your thoughts on surrogate pregnancies? Well, I think it's how much you pay. <laughs> from from what I've seen, this can be like, hey, here's 30 grand. Uh, let me inject you. Uh, but then it can go up quite a bit. So where the technology that they have, they can actually, you know, uh, take from the male and from uh, the female who cannot carry. They can, if they can harvest eggs from that female, um, then they can actually, you know, do this, the, the connection and uh, uh, then insert the fertilized egg into a carrier. Uh, a surrogate. So I think there's both ways and it just depends sure. on how much money you want to sure. spend on it. So I don't know where those stats are coming from necessarily, but uh, dude, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it's a tough, tough thing. Obviously science is so remarkable these days, but you know, where do you draw the line? Mm. <laughs> where do you, and I'm okay with it, honestly. You know, if if we have the miracle of being able to do that and um, you could create a happy family, well, then God bless you. More power to you. Right? I mean, wh what do you think? You think uh, it should happen, should not happen? Should, you know, where's, where's surrogacy rate in your yeah, – I mean yeah, I mean, I think it's whatever. They're going to do whatever they want to do. But I feel like this just further, the word I was looking for the other day is uh, eugenics. I think this further pushes on the wealth divide, that the wealthy people are now able to further their race or anything that they want just because they have money to do it. And talking about a wealth divide and what all these people always argue about I mean, this is, to me, one of the supreme things for it. You have the money to choose whether or not you want to have offspring. And when that option is not available to a broke person, their bloodline stops there. Is the bloodline important? Mm. Are we in medieval times where royalty is passed down from bloodline to bloodline? I mean, if you want to get rid of a race and you want to keep a race uh, impoverished, that's the easiest way to do it. Come on, dude. right? <laughs> I'm just saying, but it just, do you, you know, think that that's, I mean, no, I, I think, think that's a far reach effort. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think it's like more of a science fiction movie than it is reality. Unless you're Bill but, Gates. Yeah. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. Just saying. <laughs> That's where we draw the line. That's where we draw the line. Mm. So let's, let's, uh, let's, in closing here, let's get to the life topic. What do you think about Ryan Tannehill, who already sucks as an NFL quarterback? Says it's his not, his not his job to mentor Malik Willis. I mean, I wouldn't want him mentoring me anyway. 
And he said the reason was because after the playoff loss, after him being a sore loser, losing to the Bengals the way that they did last year, he had to go to therapy because he was in a really dark place. And that's why he can no longer doesn't feel like he should have to mentor Malik Willis. I mean, this is one of those questions that's like made more complicated by the fact that the amount of money that is in the NFL and it's a business. Yeah. So you're literally talking about like, hey, I'm a player on the team. And this organization has players and they have, what was that? What was that word? Oh, coaches that get paid. Yeah, coaches get paid to coach players. Players get paid to play the game. So why are they asking a player to be a coach? Mm. Or even expecting it from him? Or even intimating that it should be that way? Now, if he decides to do that because he wants to have leadership or he has leadership skills or he knows how to coach, you know, there's a lot of great, you know, players that have come on and then went on to be great coaches. Um, but why, why, I guess, where's the, where's the line? You know, like, my goodness, I, I knew I was going to say that a thousand times, but again, where is that? Is it, it's, uh, it's Tannehill's job now. Is that part of the contract he signed? Is he part player, part coach? What is it? See, that's funny. I didn't know that we would agree here, but uh, I definitely agree with you. It's not his job to mentor someone. But if I'm a coach and you want to find your way out of my locker room really fast, say something like that. Because I don't want guys in the locker room who you don't have to mentor them, but you don't come out and make a statement like that and just turn a blind eye to them. Cause that just tells me everything I need to know about you is that you don't really care about anyone else, but yourself, which is okay. You don't have to, but it's uh, a business, right? That's it's what I'm the saying. NFL. It's not high school football, you know, where there's no money involved. So if they're playing the game for playing the game's sake, I think it's different. But with the minute that the money gets involved and there's a lot of money there, I mean, he's got a family, he's got his legacy, he's got his bloodline he's got to continue to go with, and he's got, like, a baby he's got to, like, kick out, you know? So, he's got to throw that ball, throw that biscuit. He's got to throw that ball, that's right. But it's just crazy to think that you come in the league and you're going to say, it's not my job to mentor this guy. Like, okay, so what? Move on. And we don't need to know about the deep depression that you went into because you couldn't handle a playoff loss. To me, yeah, that's kind of I mean, like, come on, dude, grow up. If you can't handle a loss and you get paid millions of dollars to play a game. It's pretty tone deaf, mm. especially when people are struggling to put, you know, food on their table, gas in their tanks, you know, yeah. buy houses, do, do just like Bailey, basic living things. And here comes the millionaire who, you know, can't seem to figure out how that terrible loss. That was so devastating. Mm. It's tough. Let's say I'm a Twitch streamer and I'm streaming Destiny 2. And, you know, we lose the tournament because I get killed last. Oh, it's heart-wrenching. I'm going to go into a deep, dark depression now. Mm. People would be walking you out of the 
arena or wherever you're playing in a heartbeat and saying, oh, it's just a stupid video game, even though you're still making millions of dollars. Then you have this guy that's in the NFL because it's about mental health is his excuse. I think we need to stop teaching people to play for participation trophies and learn, learn how to take a loss on the chest, right? Earn that L. You take it. You carry that right out there with you. The only way to success is to go th- go through loss, right? Failure. Well, if, how do you know it's a it's a victory if you've never lost? Mm. Wow. Mm. How is it good, man. your body, your choice when it has its own body? Mm. Mm. Take that L. Democrats. That's where we draw the line. <laughs> That's where we draw the line. All right, Commander. Commander Walsh, until next week when we talk about the 2,000 mules. All 2,000 of them. All 2,000. All right. Lift up our hearts. Lift up our hearts to the Lord. Go in grace. Peace be with you. <laughs> Under his eye.